original. <clears throat> you know Welcome it. Welcome to No Ideas Original Podcast featuring Shanon, Mr. Rob, and Ken. So, Rob, how you doing, bro? I'm good, brother. How you holding up? I'm all right. I'm hanging in there. I'm trying to figure out this weather. Like, one minute it seemed like it's extremely cold outside. The next minute, <laughs> y'all feel like it's about to be summer. I don't know it's what's going on. It's beyond bipolar because the other day, what, Sunday? What's today? Today is uh, Friday. Was it Wednesday? It was 60. <laughs> and it dropped to 27. Like, how does that happen? Seasons like, don't exist no more. No. How does that happen from one extreme to the next? But it's indicative of what we what we're living in. Extreme one end to the next. So yeah, yeah, that's kind of scary. But I guess it don't matter because nowadays people wear pajamas outside anyway all year round, right? Like, come on. your wardrobe don't matter. I mean, well, you you grew up in the hood wardrobe ain't matter either. I remember the first time I put on some Tim's to go out in the summer. My mom was like, yo, what are you doing wearing boots in the summer? You? Hey, what, is, what is going on? And you got shorts on too? Come on, bro. So maybe that was just us ushering in, you know, what it was going to be like for the future, right? That might have been it, man. We forethought some, some crazy shit. You know, now, we, now we're watching it out. Now we, that's a fact. Now we're here. Yo, tonight is going to be a very, very dope conversation. Yo, we fortunate enough to have joining us, um, I, I feel like this brother's an MC, MC, like a yeah. lyricist yeah. extraordinaire. Like listening to his body of work, like he definitely he got bars, he could spit. I appreciate that, and I like when we have these conversations with people that's like rappers, rappers, because I think right. that we can really delve like deep into um, all the elements of hip hop. You know, like not just the MCing, but even like the 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 business aspect of it. You and know, like the inspiration and stuff like that. That's a yeah. fact. So. Yo, I'm happy to bring to the pa- uh, the platform no other than Mr. God Golden. What up, bro? How you doing? Yo, peace, peace. Everything's peace. Okay. Uh, How you doing, bro? Well, man. Doing very well. Yo, How so you, 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 we was talking a little bit behind the scenes, and we was talking about um your roots, you know, yeah. and you were saying that um when you was 12, you moved to Richmond. Tell us a little bit about, you know, like just what it was like growing up in Richmond and what influenced you in Richmond in terms of like the music scene for you to get into the music and become an MC. Oh, I bet. Well, um, it was very, very interesting moving to Richmond because I have been coming to Richmond here and there a little bit for years. My sisters went to Virginia Union. Okay. Um, even the storyline of that, my parents, for the reason I even had to move out here was my parents had got incarcerated straight up. Oh, wow. Um, for two years, my mother was gone and then my father was gone for 10 years. So, we had to move out here for the first two years and my sisters basically raised us for like two years. So they was going to Virginia Union. I had two sisters at Virginia Union. I had two sisters and a brother at Hampton. Wow. A big family too, you know, going, I got 24 brothers and sisters from my father. I was going to say, that's a big team right there. Yeah, yeah, big team. But uh, we, um, when I moved here, the uh, it was just interesting with the music. It, it, It was, See, Richmond is a is an interesting location because it's like the, some people might consider it the top of the South. So it has a lot of like mm-hmm. real Southern roots. Almost like sometimes I feel like when I used to hear like um like you got some people that might from Richmond that might sound like kind of like boosie ish. You know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> then you got people in Richmond who's not from New York, but they give you like almost a, a Northern vibe, right? right. And then also, you know, it's you got VCU. It's a lot of international energy here. But I say, cause it's that top of the south, so it's um, 
it's it's very diverse here. Even more over the years. Kind of like that Mason Dixon line, right? Yeah, it's really right there. So it's like like an example would be like um trying to think what they used to burn here. I'm trying to like you had people here that would burn Dutches and then it was like it was what else was they was burning at that time? I'm trying to think. Swishes, they they doing swishes. Swishes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. That's what it was. Like you have a portion of town or whatever, it's like, yo, they burning Dutches when I you know what I'm saying? And then it's like they rocking with the swishes, like we down, you know what I mean? So it's like mm. And all the parts of Richmond is different too, but um, specifically though with like the music, um, that was really heavy when like that Hot Boys and that started really coming out. So it was, uh, I was never like I would never consider myself like you no know, hater of music. I would just say like it was different to me. So I'm really I was really locked into like really around that age. I was really locked into like the locks, the DMX heavy at that point. Right. Like DMX was that's dark and hell is hot. You know what I'm saying? That project is just different. You know what I'm saying? Classic but I was really talking into that. And when I first moved here, like when the locks had uh switched over and rocking with like, you know, bad boys. So that was like mm-hmm. something that was heavy influenced. Plus because I wasn't in New York no more. So it was like I need that because all I'm hearing is pop <laughs> boys and Juvie and Juvie and them. They really, I really learn to respect the crap regardless. Hip hop is that's an right. international thing. You know, New York is just the mecca in many aspects. So, but um, yeah, nah, I was like listening to certain joints, like just understanding like the dealing with the melodies, the bounce, can't mm. deny the bounce. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just understanding uh, certain. Um, like vernacular and slang from different little yeah. So it was, it was it was a lot of that when I came out. But yeah, like the Hot Boys and them was going crazy. Manny Fresh, Ludacris was going crazy at mm. that point when I first got out here. Um, I'm trying to think who else was. It was it was turning. I mean, and then a few more years later, it went to like the White T era and. Oh, like it just, <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. But I was, I was really mostly heavily influenced by, like, you know, the, the a lot of the originals, like Rock Kim. Mm. Um, was one of the first people to have me really rapping. He wasn't, I can't say he was my first favorite rapper because you know I was, I was born in '86, so yeah, that wow. era when he first was really, it wasn't the same for me. Like it was always like a, you know, something like background music, even if you don't really know the. Flow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know when he dropped that uh 18th letter, this was I still was in New York, but my father had pulled in the house with like a bootleg version of the 18th letter, and he was like, "Yo, you, you don't know about Rock Kim," and then. I had like read the lyrics on the back of it. Mm. It was like my rhymes and lyrics and say spirits like seance, big crayons, my right. Yeah. Like he was just. Yeah, I, that was a that was a crazy was, album that people that slept was a crazy on. Album. Yeah, it was, so I heard Biggie, Nas, Jig them, but not. And also, I was at a certain younger age, so some of their lyrics might have still been going over my head, even with the street mm. terminology and certain things, right? But with just the straight knowledge. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm from the nation of gods and earth. That's my name is God Golden. So Great. my father is God Kundalini Isa Allah. So with him, he he just was his science was so high. So a lot of times I'm hearing certain things from rappers, it might not have really hit me like that. But when I was reading Rock Kim Drinks, I was like, hold on, this is hold on. Close to home. <laughs> yeah, it was, I was like, this is something different, regardless, though. I was like, now nah, something going on over here. I, I gotta tap in. So yeah, but I was a lot of a lot of New York music still was heavily influencing me when I first came out here. Though, still. Yeah. Right. a lot of it. 
That's what's up. And, and let me ask you this. Was there a specific moment that made you decide to pursue music? Outside outside of that and say, you know what? This is what I'm gonna do. Um, I, I always see like you know how you got these ideas in your head. I just had these ideas in my head as a youth for a long time. But you know when it's like, yo, it's time for me to pursue it. Like I always had an idea. I wanted to play ball. I had to really look back. I was like, was it really the NBA? I wanted to be in the NBA, but I really just wanted to play because I moved to VA when I was twelve. So I was like, yo, I want to play in these New York Street basketball tournaments in Uptown, <laughs> specifically in Uptowns. You feel me? Like, uh, I said I had like some political thoughts in my head and then it was it was it was music you know what i mean because rap wasn't like that era again is rap was was lit i, I loved hip-hop from day one but it's like i wanted to be on some michael jackson stuff just being yeah, real you know that yeah, MJ, yeah. it's just that mj effect was undeniable but mm -hmm. uh when i moved to richmond though it was a lot of people from new york that was like rapping or from up north from jersey from new york they're just moving out here um and so they had, we had this like crew they had it was called thorough assassins this is around like ninth grade because i got here in seventh by ninth grade though i'm at a school and just the place where i live at everybody from new york so mm. a lot of the people, a lot of new york transplants man a lot of new york yeah. transplants you know what i'm saying so next thing you know we got some crew this is heavily on the internet age too this is like the start of it because i went to school in henrico county and this was like the first school in like the whole United States that was giving the students the laptops off the gate. This is like wow. 01 and you know what I'm saying? So they giving them the ah, MacBooks. This right. was heavy in that Mac era with the you know the right after they hit the right after they had them um the MacBook, the iBook with the color joints the with colors, the, the colors, the yeah, colors, yeah. Then they hit us with them laptops and the MacBooks, and it just that it was, was the introduction. Yeah. We, got, we got all this energy, young energy, you know what I'm saying? So we on like this, it was this website called Jay-Z World. And a lot mm. of people from Virginia know what, like, especially in this area. Like I said, every county and school, people didn't have it. So it was like, it was a drink called Jay-Z World. They used to be, you know, uh, key style. That's what you call it when you freestyling on the computer. Like mm. it was, it was heavy. I'm talking probably like 10 rap groups from my school. We had black, white dudes, white dude, Tony Soprano. Like it was, and they was <laughs> chilling in there. Though. I'm telling you, it was, it was up. It was really up on that thing. And all the mixtapes was on there. Like right. all the, you know, all the clues and joints and they was just dropping. It just, it just kept hitting on there. And then, um, uh, it sounds familiar like, it sounds familiar like that piff. Yeah. 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 It was right around that era, and um, my man, his name is uh, his name is uh, I call him Loudy, uh, Tristan, but he uh, he uh, he had a cousin named Sycamore. Y'all remember? No, of no, course, Sycamore. So yeah. that was his cousin. So he just had all those Sycamore instrumental mm -hmm. too. So I was getting exposed to a lot of music like that early before you even hit a song like uh, what's that? The Kanye through the wire is an example. Like mm. I'm hearing that the beat itself. I used to just wake up to the morning and the beat. I wasn't even listening to his song like for like a year. I feel like yeah. then I got into the song. But um, it was the cult. Nah, the hip hop culture here for real, for real. Like it was kind. It was it was serious. It was it was mm. kind of serious when I really look back at that. And then I got in a battle with a dude. Um, 
How was that? How'd that turn out, love? Nah, for real, because I was really on basketball. So this the thing. They was my my dudes and them was in it. And I knew I was gonna rap, but they didn't know I could do what I do. You know what I'm saying? I had the crown mm-hmm. on around that age. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was really short too. So you know they just you know how people would just put you in the box. They don't know until they hear me <laughs> do it. So um, now I had a battle with this dude. He nice too. It's my man. Um, but I was like killing them. With, I knew they just they just in general the landscape. It was a lot of rapping, but I was like these joints ain't they not really doing. It's not going really kill me. They don't got nothing to really kill me with. So I think one dude I killed him with, like, his name is H.D. Kid. It's my guy, though. Listen, it's my man. I'll probably drop some music with him in the future. <laughs> but, like, That's the disclaimer. Yeah, he's nice. Because he, look, this is the thing. He was from Virginia. And this is this how I'm telling you how nice he he was. He hit me with a bar when I was in seventh grade when I first got here. We had the lunch table. He rapping. He was like, um, he said some line like, yo, you know, like one of them lines like, he's with no hands, is feeling this. And I was like, oh, can I do that down here? I didn't know. Like I said, because I'm in the south and I'm hearing yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, wait, hold on. So, Peace, Ayatollah. What's up? Producer Ayatollah is locked in. He on the IG. Ayatollah. Salute, Ayatollah. Yeah. Ayatollah from New York. Yeah. I wonder if it's I told I know maybe, maybe not, but um, do. the uh, so he say that. So when I battle him, I'm like, I know I gotta at least say son to punch. And I just, I only use rap like two bars, but his name was Ace the Kid. So I was like, yo, y'all always talking about an Ace the Kid. I put an ER to his name and he raced the kid, and they just, mm. they just like, yeah, they That's just lost it. On the <laughs> yeah, they didn't even know I, could, you know, especially they wasn't <laughs> expecting it from me either. He just, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You know how people rap, and it's like, okay, you're spitting bars, you're saying something. But like I said, when I threw his name, I hit him with that. It was just, yeah, you was really, really, it was a rap. Yo, then, you mentioned, yeah, yeah, finish what you're saying. I was gonna say that, um, but then I kind of like, I didn't never stop rapping, but like I said, I was really more so, I was locking in on basketball, looking to do that, and then also, it was kind of messing me up with people with, um, they taste you can the hoop. music around You can there. hoop too, Lord. I mean, a party with it, but you can hoop too, Lord. I see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I see it. I've been getting back to it, man. I had an injury some years back, so I'm, I'm just catching a nice rhythm back into, you know, what I'm capable of doing. But I appreciate yeah. that. Um, but nah, it was a funny era during that time, too, as far as, like, between there and, like, getting up to, like, right to college, where it was, like, my guys that I was cool with was, like, telling me stuff, like... Like, they didn't like Jay-Z and Nas and stuff like that. And it was just messing up my head with the whole hip-hop stuff, just being for real. I was just like, all right, I'm about to play basketball. So if y'all don't like, if they don't like these guys, I don't. I they don't like know. them franchise boys. It was heavy on that. <laughs> 50, 50 was killing, though. So, you know, it was a lot of 50 love. Um, They still like yeah. Daddy Kiss and them here. And they're fabulous. But like I said, yeah. when they were just saying they wasn't really rocking with like Jigga and all the certain people, I was just like, I don't Because the complexity of it, some people don't want to really, you know, take it to a high level. Let me ask you this. You mentioned you was um that you was born in 86. So like in that era, the era that you was born in, and like you said, it may have been background noise, like, you know, vicariously you may have experienced it, but there was a lot by way of like rap around empowerment, rap was fun. You know, you had you had like the tribe, you had De La Soul, yeah, Paul Wright. It was just, it was just, yeah, it was, it was bigger than, it, it was, it was celebrated. We were celebrated as people, also. It was a whole different vibe to hip hop. I'm wondering, from your perspective, you know, like based on your age category and your experience with rap, like what do you think led to the shift in terms of from going from rapping about empowerment, knowledge, and being conscious to what we have now? 
think that's I think that can be pretty complex in, in different directions. Just because um, we start talking about like the relations of and the relating of lyrics, but a lot of that came with like the um, the business side of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The business and the and there's just no denying that. All right, so I'll be thinking about music, music, somebody and art. You know, they were saying about how art and you can relate is done for the for other people. You know what I'm saying? They express how you feel, but it's also help people heal and know. Okay, someone else can relate to me. Someone else can see it like this. So when I think of like hip hop, it's like even if I'm talking about something that may not be positive, a person can relate to it. Doesn't mean I need to like punch on that over and over. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of that was done for you. You know, as far as the prison, you know, the, what they call the school, the prison. prison the, uh, yeah. Yep. With the, the ownership of these different labels and, and the connection mm-hmm. of that and the, the, the shares in that and the share in the, the, the private prison. And, uh, right, right, right. Complex, like those things where, you know, some people say it's a conspiracy. It's not no conspiracy. It's straight what it is. It's, it's down the map. It's like, yo, mm-hmm. if I get them to listen to this and they're, and they're committing these acts and it leads them to there, that leads, that's money in every direction. So that just sounds like it may not be positive business, but it's, it would be considered good business depending on the person who's yeah. you know, making that decision. Yeah. Um, so a lot of that is deal with like the, 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 what they call it, the capitalistic, um, the negative capitalistic aspects. I'm not against any form of, you know, making money and things of that nature, but it's mm-hmm. like, all right, what do you, Yo, you don't care if you feeding the people anything, huh? It's like, yeah. I'm not so, upset. So my follow-up my follow up to that question that I wonder sometimes, though, what responsibility do we have as consumers? Because in order for it to be capitalism, you need somebody to buy it. So yeah. what, do we do we have responsibility as consumers? Like if we if we all got together and was like instead of us looking for you know going on on the the title and streaming drill rap, we said you know what we're gonna go stream somebody else that has a more positive message. Do you think that it would be continue to be perpetuated by labels to promote drill rap? Uh so uh, I think it's a it's a fine balance with that because again it's still entertainment and it gotta. It got a ring to a certain extent, dope. But it's a science to this, though, right? So it's like a lot of times where you might something might not even really be good. It's just catchy. You can't deny it. The reason it's a hook don't mean it's a great hook. Don't mean it means it's a good hook. It just hooks you, and now you're singing it. And that was you know because it's a science of the music and that vibration playing ears. But, but my answer to that is definitely we as consumers, we as a community, you know, we got to check ourselves. I'm not saying there's never a time to have fun. I'm not saying that there's not going to be any relation to um, what sex, money, drugs, you know what I'm saying? Violence, because these mm-hmm. are part of aspects of life. But it's like, all right, what are we, you know, what is our balance with that? We got to have some type of balance and conversation with each other mm-hmm. about, all right, what is it that I'm listening to? What is my child over here listening to? He's listening right. to. And this is not to demonize no music, but even like some of the music, they call it like emo-ish music. It's like, I don't got an issue with you can relate to someone that's feeling down and out and and, and, and it feels like, you know, the, the sun ain't coming, but... It's depressing. Sun, yeah, it's depression. It's almost like feeding it to it at a high extent. And it's also, mm-hmm. the, uh, when you start adding into the drug aspects of it, because that come back to a money game too, it's like, yo, I'm not, I'm not telling nobody to... You know, pop no perkies or oh, you know. But again, if you've done it, 
you want, you know what I'm saying? What's the conversation on the other side? Is it like it's just staying dark forever? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep on doing that. Keep going down that lane because we know what, what comes from that. Um, yeah, I mean, I got even a story about that, though. And this, again, not the villain, not vilified, no, um, no types of music. People make their decisions for what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, I had like, uh, I had gotten, when I injured my knee, I was telling you, I, was, I had injured my knee. And I, during this time, I used to be sitting down and they was telling me to pop the um, Percocets. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And, you know, you wow. take the Percocets for the, for the pain and also to like, to break the, um, the, what do you call it? Like the, 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 the tissue, what you call that? The, um. Ligament or something? Yeah, just, just breaking all that down. That, that, uh, what do you call that? What's that scar called? Scar tissue. There you go, scar bro. Tissue. Scar tissue, like the scar tissue. So you gotta break it. Sometimes a little pain, a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. Where you won't even, you won't even take it to that point because it's like, yo, I'm, and your brain's like, it's, it's gonna hurt. So I used to be sitting there. I'd be building the game. This one I actually started building like 2K and stuff again, right? I'm just sitting there, with my leg up, and I'm joking, right? I start singing this song. And I don't even, and again, this is not the Bill Final Artist. I don't even listen to this artist like that. I've listened to him in different facets, but he, the song pops in my head. I can hear them perkies calling. I'm singing it, but I'm joking. <laughs> I'm really just joking, though. Like, I, in my head, I'm joking. But then once I said it, like, a couple times, I'm like, am I joking? Right. <laughs> I, I, I do hear them calling. I think the prince is tapping in, like, you know, pop me a few times, whether it's like, you know what I mean, whatever it is, because I don't even feel like the, the that drug stops pain. It just feels like it creates some type of... It's a like, neurological block. It doesn't stop yeah. it. Block the neurologic, like the receptor. You see how yeah. easy it's for you to follow that? Like, you heard it, and it just sunk in. And, I, and I've heard older guards, and my, my uncle's an older guard from the 70s, he said, yo, people will be hard, it's hard, they're hard to be led in the right direction. Or the wrong direction, the easy be led in the right. And I think about that, like, yo, son, you can put something out there and people will follow it and won't ask no questions where did it come from. But if it sound good and it tastes good, they're gonna consume yeah. it. And I think that's really what happened when we left from the 80s, 86 to 89, when we getting public enemy, poor righteous teachers, KRS one. We getting mm-hmm. knowledge upon knowledge, bro. That's what raised me. It kept me on a straight path, like. I wanted to become an advocate reader because mm. my uncle told me the first degree was knowledge. Oh, that's all I need to know? That's it? I just need to acquire mm-hmm. and use it? Mm-hmm. But once that went out the window, we started popping bottles, man. Versace, hatches tilted to the side. <laughs> now you flashing money. Yeah. Ain't no more about yeah. who's God and what's yeah. in your life and what about my sister? What about my mother? Now yeah. it's about me. So music and using music as a tone, it allows, it, it, it projects an energy of vibration to some people in a lower vibration where they gonna follow what they hear. They just gonna follow. I remember listening to Laffy Taffy and actually repeating that when I was young. So. I and can't believe that loud, Taffy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was, so, it was serious, man. That joint was... Shake that laughing. I told him in the sub. Shake that laughing, tap it. Oh, shake that. That's what it is. Leg, all you of can't that. Not a math though, because even when we talk about them, the old classic joints, they were still dope. So it's like you right. can't. The beat is hard. So it's like okay, I might not like. The, let's just say the lyrics are just negative, right? It's mm-hmm. just what it is, right? But if it got a melody, programming, the beat drop and make you mm-hmm. move. Oh, 
they got a visual that make you might pay attention and might, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Brother Fly, Shorty looking well, well in doubt. Now they, you know what I'm saying? They tapping right, into the it's, it's going to wrap in, you feel me? It's going to wrap in. Especially it's depending on the, the, the strength of your mind. Mm-hmm. My brother on here too, that's Big Al Harrison. Peace, Big bro. Oh, peace, 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 peace. peace. He yeah. all, that's my brother who I was telling you was up in that up in that up in that region. He up in the okay. region, up in Rhode Island. Okay. He, he nice. He Peace, bro. Salute, bro. He you, you know, you know, um just thinking like even like having this conversation, I think a lot of it comes down to because I do feel like that that we do need the balance, right? Yeah. Um I think it comes down to like the individual and their ability to use discernment, right? Because you could you could go see like all kinds of movies, you know, or you could go to you know the museum of natural history or wherever you and you can consume different types of art you know but how do you use discernment so that that art like art art can be influencing but you also have to know like what exactly you know how it influences you like there are experiences that we have and things that we see that we say like all right i've learned from you know i listen to kooji rap and as a result of kooji rap you know there are people that's like all right he told his story and because he told the story you know, I understand that it's for entertainment purposes and I don't want to go that route. But then there are other people that's like, yo, I listen to Cool G Rap and everything that Cool G Rap has said is, is, is inspired me to be with the stuff that he said in the record. So, you know, it's, yeah, like, it's where yeah. you are in terms of your brain and the ability to use discernment and understand the difference between entertainment and reality. And some people, you know, sadly, some people struggle with that. No, that's, I mean, it's serious because even myself at times, I get to the point where it's like, yo, I mean, I think you hear Jay-Z say it sometimes, like, it's only entertainment, but that that statement, you know, can be taken in quite a few different directions. But sure. it's entertainment. It's like, I don't got an issue, quote-unquote, watching, like, The Godfather, but that don't mean I'm necessarily about to look to use all them tactics. I might take, I'm going to take the best part. Right. And, um, but like I said, uh-huh. that discernment takes a certain, a lot of times takes a certain level of understanding. But if the bottom line of understanding isn't really speaking to that, that that's creates a huge challenge. Everybody don't got to be on the same, like, intellectual level or this and that. Mm-hmm. But it's like, all right, like you're saying, during the 80s, 90s era, it's a lot of peace. It's a lot of love, a lot of energy, a lot of self-love. It's a lot of knowledge of self it's yes, still, still oh, dancing. It's a lot of, like you said, celebration. Mm-hmm. So the energy, the vibration was really on the, was on the up. But when the right. natural, when, the, when the, the vibration that's being really consumed heavily and being plugged in is what it is, it just creates a challenge. And, uh, you know, it's, just got, it's a conversation that just needs to be spoken on on many levels. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. music is art and art is... It plays a part in the community. It's always going to play a part in, in community. The artists right. go back any in times. The artists, you know what they call them, the, the griots, and you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, they're, right. they're very important yeah. to the community always. Mm-hmm. Right, that's right. What what do you, what, do you, what do you think are some of the greatest tests you've had or challenges in your career in the last decade? Really, just. Uh, just just staying focused and, and sticking to what my purpose is you know what I mean I think it was a few years back my cousin um, was just hitting me and he was like this is this is quite a few years back because I really just got I just had a lot of quite a few children in the last few years I got another one on the way actually but congratulations I appreciate that appreciate you, you, come, you come from 24 brothers and sisters yeah, you about to make another twenty four. God bless you, bro. Hey, you know, I'm just we just gonna go one at a time, man. <laughs> 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 like yo, easy, easy, Rob. Easy. Yeah, yo, 
it's, it's real, but uh, not just sticking to what your purpose is within this art, you know, like, like, right. like I can even have balance for myself too. It's like, I think like early in my career, I was doing a lot more song vibes and then I got to a spin like, yo, they don't know I can spit, man. You know, I can kill these feet, but then it's like, then there's an arrow energy. It's like, yo, I'm not even feeding the, the women right with this, with my art and my ability. So it's just really sticking to what my purpose is, with my passion as a whole. It's, I'm a fan of the whole level of, of hip hop. So it's like, I don't gotta be this type of rapper, this type of rapper. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? If I got a love song, I got a love song. If I got a drink where I'm just cutting off heads in a lyrical space, and that's mm -hmm. what I'm doing. If I got a drink where it's All just right. about uplifting, Boom, that's what I'm doing. I just want to make sure I'm doing it to the highest level that I'm capable of. So that's really what's one of the challenges, just just and being comfortable with what I make. You know what I'm saying? I don't gotta, mm. you know what I mean? I just you don't really gotta think about it too much. Just being being comfortable in, and what my message is is not really gonna be the same as everybody else. I can speak on ways of relating. Right. Um, and it's something I've been working on vulnerability within my music, as they would call it. But right. at the same time, it's like, yo, I gotta say stuff a certain way. For it to work with the people, because if I don't, then it's then then I'm leaving a void out there that's not that's not right and exact. This mm. is this teaching. This is a, a space of teaching for me too. So it's like I gotta make sure I'm doing what you know what's bestowed upon me, my ability, my gift to connect with the people, and uh, make sure I do it my way. Because if I kind of try to copy it or do it or or just doing it for this whatever reason, mm -hmm. it's, it's going to water it down and also. It just takes away from what the whole purpose is. Yeah, well, let me, it's interesting. Yeah, get Ralph. Yeah, let me add on to that because there are two songs that I love that you made. That I've now that I've heard them, they're in my playlist, and I know one of them I'm gonna play on a religious basis. But the first one is Herbal Tea, Purple Trees, bro. That right there is a wake up call, <laughs> and I love hearing. I love hearing the older God talk about today is knowledge, wisdom, the twelve. Which is the December, because I'm a December baby too. I was like, oh shit, I kind of, I just kind of felt good hearing that. And knowing that I do <laughs> drink tea in the morning and I start my day off with some burns. So, yeah, that, it just felt perfect. And then I love listening to your voice because your delivery is an easy, it's an easy sound. You, you, you don't have to, you don't have to, uh, boisterously put your voice out there, soothing enough, and I can hear you. So I can sit there and I pay attention. I don't even have to nod my head. And the other joint I like of yours is Avatar Godly, which is a dope fucking song, bro. Okay. God bless okay. you, bro. I love wow. that song. And I and I played that before before we got on. It was playing upstairs, and I think I had it on repeat about 30 times. So whatever streams. Run them streams up. streams <laughs> today, bro, because of that song. And I love and I love your delivery. I just wanted to share that with you, bro. Yeah, Those special songs. Right there. Special songs. Herbal tea, purple tree. Interesting. Right now, I'm not even. I'm fasting on the equality right now for just some time. While I'm, I'm just organizing some things. You know, so you don't want it. I don't need to be a, a you know. Um, so I just, I gotta be able to cook and create without certain things. So that's one thing I was just working on for right now. So I just gave myself some time on that. Plus, I got the children and quite a few responsibilities working in school, right. running, right. working with my, my collective. So I was like, yo, let me give myself some time to get away from that. Work on my dopamine levels just on, right. you know what I'm saying, living. That's even with the basketball. That's why it's a lot of it just feel good when I'm rapping. It's just like, yo, I, my nephew probably looking at me wild. One day I was in the gym with him and then I was in the studio and I'm just looking at them like, yo, I love this. 
I loved it. Like I really, this is why I'm actually here. It's not just like going through the motion. So even with these yeah. quads, I just want to revisit how I get back to that. But the T, the T is what it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's just a human moment. Just the process of T is uh, real important to me. It's good cleaning out your system and um, just taking that moment for yourself, especially in the morning. And uh, but that Avatar Goldie is interesting because I'll be watching Avatar. You ever y'all watch Avatar the um this, the last airbender? I've I've seen a couple nah, of those. Yes, that's right, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. That's the inspiration level, like on the Avatar vibe. Um but uh I was watching that with my sons all day today, for real, for real. They got the new Netflix um the, the actual show on that joint. Gave them gave them some free promo. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> Yo, I, I was wondering because you you was, talk, you was just talking about like um, creating, so I don't know if I'm, I'm froze. You hear me? I, you I hear you though. Okay. When you um when you create, when you go into the lab or you writing or whatever, when you creating, are you creating for you or are you creating thinking about the masses, the audience? I think it's a it's a, I think it's like a combination, like uh, cause it's like yo, I got some stories. It's like yo, I got to get it out. But more and more, I'm starting to recognize when I'm cooking something like for myself. It's, it's like for the people though, because again, it's like giving them that level of vulnerability, that level of um, mm-hmm. that perspective, and and, and and then when it relates, there's different ways of relating. So it's for me, in the essence of like I want to make it the best, you know, from what I would like to an extent, but at the same time, it's it's for the people. So like I was even saying like like a lady songs where I might not be the guy who like listen to Mad Hooks and. And this, right? Like my mom, my, my I'm a B-side guy, right? Like I love the B-sides, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, yo, but when you write these songs and these these vibes for the women, or that's not for the women, but these like lover vibes and stuff like that, I'm like, yo, that's a real, that's a real lane. Like they really, they're they're appreciating. You gotta respect what the consumer does want, though. You gotta mm-hmm. respect what they, that's you true. know, what I'm saying what they saying. So it's like, yo. Right. I, I I don't need to be totally in just what I like though, because I might create something that others like, and this and I, I should do that. You know what diversify, I'm saying? Diversify yeah. your portfolio, young man. Yeah, <laughs> right in exact. Yo, you know who I feel like kind of fell victim to that? Um, Nas, for for a while was I think he was making music that he felt like that this is music that I like, and whoever else liked it, they like it kind of thing and i think like recently like getting with hip boy he kind of stepped out of his comfort zone and now he's making records you know some records that he like but records that probably people are giving him direction on and saying you know well you got fans they're consumers that want to hear you with other people and -hmm. i think as a result of it i think Nas has kind of opened up a little bit i want to ask you about this i was um i was researching and reading up and there's a um there's i guess like a, a, a terminology or or sort of like a moniker that you've taken on the hustling humanitarian. <laughs> what is a, what a, yo, what's a hustling that. humanitarian? Yo, you know, that 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 line came for me like right when I just started like really getting into like because I have like an unreleased track where I was like hustling humanitarian and it's um because it's so much balance in hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Like I come from like my my said my father from Nation of Gods and Nerfs, but he said he also you know the streets plays a part in just everything going on. So the hustling side of things, I think you can take the best part of part of everything, like just dealing with the, the hustle. Um, but the hustling humanitarian is like, you know, I'm here for the people. Still, That's for sure. Like I'm I'm here for the people. And I'm hustling. I'm hustling on that aspect now. That I guess it's two sides to it. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like. 
yeah, I'm hustling something, got to come in, but I'm really giving. Like, I'm kind right. of, my plan is to give. So it's like, I got this whole concept. I got this concept and thought process on what, like, a king and queen are. I think all human beings are kings and queens. And right. you know when, uh, when I think about in times of the past where, like, yo, why is these people living so royally in this? Maybe not their children. This is no shot to no one's children or something. But let's just say this person gave them, like a person gave someone fire. They gave them how to, oh, drink this water. That was, they really gave it. So as people, sometimes we like to give give someone something to mm-hmm. someone doing that. So it's like, yeah, this is why that person has this gold and this big houses and whatever it is because of the fact is they gave to the people. It wasn't necessarily, I'm just... This is a bloodline and we run it. No, the right. bloodline is about what you give, what you have to offer within your bloodline to help the people. And the people are going to want to just say, here, please take more so you can keep mm. doing what you're doing. You're giving us something of value, of substance. I'm alive because of what you said you or you did this. I, I got more for you. So right. that plays a heavy part with like the hustling humanitarian vibe. And um, I actually really want to do a look to do a project like I feel like that's gonna be one of my like a strong project of mine especially now that I got children and things of that nature yeah. families my perspective just has totally grown even more from, from what I thought I already knew I'm always already a father of civilization but being a there you go. father um and it is my relationship to other human beings and people Word. I just understand it why they act like they do like why a dude in his 20s why he might act like he is when mm-hmm. he becomes a father or why they might or why this woman steps away, or why it's just a different, different perspective. Yeah, but yeah the hustle humanitarian—that's a real, like it's, it's like, you know, it's, it's almost title. political, almost to a space. It's like, you know, what I'm saying, I say, I'm like, yeah. like Wilder, this rapish, like, it's I could I could really go in every room and all these different spaces. Um, but yeah, that hustle humanitarian. I'm, I'm glad that you you, you grabbed that moniker. So I'm gonna keep pushing that. Yeah, nah, you should. You should. Well, that's a dope title, man. Cause yeah. you, you know, you hustling means you moving. You making mm-hmm. things happen, but you're not forgetting about civilization and humanity and what you know, how important it is for them to be in cohesive with one another. So like, that's, right. I like I like how you put that together. Talk about um the creation of Control Entertainment. What led to that? Well, and the acronym too. Yeah, um, that's very interesting because uh, control wasn't even started for like an entertainment quote unquote purpose, right? So I'm I'm a member of um, Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, right? For, from at Virginia Union, and um, while I was looking to become part of the organization, it was looking like it wasn't going to happen. There was like a suspension thing going on, and I was, and I didn't think it was going to happen. But in the midst of about to be joining that organization, something dawned on me about the power of just like organization in general. And um, mm-hmm. the specific brothers that were um, about to be on my line, my line brothers, they, I, I started, I, I was like, oh snap, this dude got this sector. Oh, this person got this sector. Oh, this guy got this sector. Oh, this guy got this sector. So I started like, Thinking, okay, so what if what if I don't join Cap Outside? What would I do? How can I contribute? How can I work with an organization? Because I wasn't really big on fraternity, um, joining a fraternity life anyway. That wasn't necessarily something I had went to school really thinking mm-hmm. like that. A lot of people said I would be an alpha, but you know they have 
stereotypes within these sometimes these organizations. So yeah, correct, correct. Next thing I know, I was like, so what can I create that doesn't that's maybe not necessarily the same exact social aspect and. But I also recognize like the networking. So that's when I was like control, like how to take control. But you know, a lot of times I like to do things both sides, like even the hustling humanitarian is like, yo, I'm bringing it in, but giving it out. Mm, so with right. control, the acronym was creating original niches to remove oppressive lifestyles. So Dope. it was, it, like I said, it wasn't necessarily entertainment. I always had the rap in the back of my mind and hip hop and forms of entertainment, but initially, it was really just to be an organization about change, you know what I'm saying? About creating these little holes in the wall, because once it's a hole in the wall, you can bust it open. Now there's a paradigm shift, and that's a big term that I'm, I'm really looking to lock in even more on and just just shifting paradigms, where yeah. one day everybody acting like this is this was cool, but it's like, yo, <coughs> this, yo, this is cool now. And I think right. we are in the midst of a heavy paradigm shift. I think that's sure. in general. I think there's a big mm-hmm. paradigm shift on more positivity, more self awareness, of love, health. You know what I mean? Mental health, definitely. Mental health. Yeah. Just community, raising our children. You know, recognizing what they call them, generational possible curses or whatever. Just mm-hmm. bad habits. It's it's right. It's an What's considered cool with. This guy who over here who might be drinking tea and talking like, yo, no, I think that joint is cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, so that's kind of like the the paradigm. of it, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's really what control, that's the, the, but then after that, I got on, cause like my first show ever, I had graduated and I was in DC and then it, it started clicking to me. And then I, I was going with the moniker, and it's one of my monikers, but I kind of went out with it early first, instead of just going with God Golden. It was Polo Rogers. So mm-hmm. initially I was going Polo I rock with Ralph Lauren heavy. The, the, but if Polo Rogers mm-hmm. was like, uh, um, it wasn't just to be on some Polo oh, stuff. It was like right, polo, right. polo can be looked at as, like, as a gentleman's sport, but you get dirty in it. And that's how mm. I was looking at with hip hop. Like he get real, you know what I'm All saying? Right. A gentleman, mm. and then the Rogers was like a mon- was like a respect to like Mr. Rogers neighborhood vibes, though. That's what <laughs> that was, you know what I'm saying? Nah, that's so, dope. But I then after that, my um, my my family members, we really started really locking in. My little brother, my brother Bigal Harrison, mm. he had been in the lab because um, he was actually born in Harlem. I mean, then he mm. was up moved upstate, but he's been on the music. From day one on his own path, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm his, I'm his older, bigger brother, but he got his own locked in vision. Right, right, right. So, like when I started yeah. locking in, he he was already on locked in. He was already recording in his closet. He was making beats, and it only mm. made sense. So we just started getting busy, and um, it just started trickling in. Like the last five years or so, at the other some of my other family members and some other people I rock with started trickling in. Yeah, I, I oh. see you got a team. You got a team of brothers under that under that umbrella. Yeah, or, and it, um, it's not even really a, a, a. I wouldn't consider it totally a record label. We're gonna have some record label type of activities, but really, I look at more of a collective. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? A, a collective for real, for real. So you got Victory, Deuce, Mass One. Mm-hmm. I, see, I see you got some brothers on there, which is dope. So it's good that y'all working yeah. together to do yeah. that. Deuce. Yo, um, how 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 has your music evolved since your first your first track? I I 
think I'm a lot less thinking about it uh, because so like when I first started rapping, I didn't want to be because I like all different types. I like a lot of different types of rap. Like so I'm a B-side guy, but also then I didn't want the the rappy rappy. <laughs> like uh, you want the jingle jangle joints. <laughs> yeah, just like he's just rhyming. So initially, yeah, yeah. Like, um, with making music, I felt like I could go any direction. Right, so it's like I can make anything wrong. I can just come up with rhyme and rhyme. So I think a lot of times earlier, it was so much thinking on it. it was like, yo, just you got to finish the sixteen. You don't got to say everything in every song. That's the biggest thing, mm. right there. Good uh, point. That's probably one like, of them you challenges. Have to say yeah, everything in every single song. So that really opened me up a lot more. Even right now, I could just feel it. Like even saying that, it's just say what you're gonna say on this one. Stick with your topic. And you get another song, you get to talk about something else. It's okay. You don't gotta say every every single thing that's in your brain in one song. So that's one of the biggest things I think I've I've come to at this stage of me creating and making music. You don't gotta say everything in every song, but yeah. Um you talked you talked about your time at Virginia Union um University. How did that help, I guess, inspire you as you know, as a person and as an artist? I mean, it was huge. I love Virginia Union. That's my school. Um, I had started coming to Virginia Union. Like I told you, my sisters mm-hmm. were at Virginia Union. So I started coming to Virginia Union back in like 93 or something for basketball games. Like I seen Ben Wallace before anybody knew about yes, you see, he Ben got, Wallace. Like I remember, I'm a mother. Yeah, I'm seeing him at Bowie State. Like I said, this is before I'm even there, but I'm seeing him at Bowie State come down, Big Ben. So I was like, a, he was one of my favorite ball players before anyone even knew about him. So um, that was huge. Um, just that black, that 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 black college energy is is real. So you know, I I grew up upstate New York, but I'm from the Nation of Gods and Earth. So I'm in Lincoln Projects, Harlem all the time. So I'm really a lot oh. of a lot of diversity. I'm upstate, Caucasian. Yeah. There's other people up there too. You know what I'm saying? Jewish mm-hmm. community. Is up there. Then, uh, like I said, I'm in Harlem. That's Mecca, so I'm around original people. Then I moved to Virginia, and I'm at Hermitage High School. I'm in the Western and Rikers, so I'm around black people. But when you get to black college, it's just a different vibe. Because essentially what the point is, is all these people are, are focused on a, a level of higher education. That's what the whole purpose right. is. Right. And then also, um, just you start dealing with the, you got faculty and staff that uh bring great energy even down to like the preachers and them they always had great positive vibrations on stuff like they wasn't even judging me off my name or nothing like that well i did yeah. have that kind of was talking about me behind back backstage <laughs> a lot of her still uh but yeah uh down there like i think my senior year i remember i was watching uh i took a uh it was like a black film class like that's one of my favorite classes. I'm, I'm glad I took it. I took some black, uh, you know, black world history classes. But the black film mm-hmm. class, that's when we was going heavy into like Gordon Parks and all of them, and um, Coffee and some of my face, some movies and stuff that I had. You know, what's that? Sweetback, Sweetback's Revenge, yeah, 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 black, yeah. Black, black exploitation movies. Yeah, that joint started like everything was really tapping in at a really great time right before I got up out of Virginia Union. I was SGA president and all that my senior year too, so I was SGA mm-hmm. president, I was the capital. 
I was, yeah, bro, you you meant to be a humanitarian, God. Go, yes, sir. <laughs> it's in your line of sight, God, for real. It is there. <laughs> well, it played a heavy man, but just it just that that black culture is amazing, man. That just the camaraderie of, of the schools because it's really a family thing. You start recognizing right. this family. So yeah, Virginia Union shaped me a lot. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, Rob. Uh, I have I don't have too many more questions. Oh, I do have a question. What is your current? How do you feel about the current state of hip hop? And if it is, and if you do feel that there's, if it's if it's going away, is it lacking anything, or is it right where it needs to be right now? I think it's right where it's where it's supposed to be at, uh, with the influences of things, and like I said, it comes back to mathematics. It's like yo, certain things is ran by engines. You can't deny these engines. So like me, you're dealing with algorithms on social platforms. You're dealing mm-hmm. with the uh, ownership of certain labels. But I think the collective consciousness of people is 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 back like raising. It's like they want to they want to know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? So if they getting fed it, they, they they might choose that over consuming the other sides. They've been because it's been being they've been over over um they've been overfeeding them that mm-hmm. so much. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it might be this perfect time for a lot of like positive energy. Yes, sir. Um, it's a vacuum for it. Yeah, because it's it's like not it's not saying it's not existent, but it hasn't been on the, the forefront. It hasn't been being fed. They really just got away from it. Like, yeah, we're not trying to give nobody no. I know I can be what I want to be. <laughs> that was like a real radio. A real Has there been many, many joints like that over the years where you're saying stuff like that, shooting the nose off the sphinx? I don't even think mm-hmm. I've heard anything on the radio. Like that, yeah. Nah, it's not. Yeah, they're not. They're not. They're not. They're not in the business of promoting that because they know, in turn, what that will produce. That will produce a healthy, wise people. So we got to keep people slow and little lethargic, (laughs) little off, and you know what I mean, and keep them going with just the subtle things. Give them subtlety of this, a little bit of that, but we don't want to invigorate or encourage them to think for themselves. And that's just been a trick that's been given to us from day one. You know what I mean? And the moment you step out the box, you become the outsider. A, a pariah. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're the one with the target on your back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I'm happy that the vacuum has happened. That we've dug ourselves so deep in the hole with the misogynist and, 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 and the other kind of music. Yeah, it's gotten clingy and people have learned to it but there is an awakening happening that is pulling brothers out and i like where hip-hop is going because underground and indie per se there are a lot of artists that sound so good but mm-hmm. they just need the light they just need if they want the light because some people are doing it for the love and don't really care about the light well, i don't want that just I want a great point out. i want to be creative that's a lane too but there are babies out here who need to hear that, who need to hear, I know I can be what I want to be. We need to know, you know, the black man is God. Who need to know how to respect women. Who need to know how to eat right. I just came off a 28-day fast of just fruits and vegetables, and I lost 17 pounds. And I shared that with the, the, the whole entire, the entire 28 days. And you can't, I can't even imagine how many people started hitting me. Yo, wow, what juice are you using? How much fruit you use? Just from doing that, awakening yeah. a bunch of yeah. people like, damn, I need to do that too. 
You know what I mean? So putting that more into the atmosphere versus what we know, the perks and all of that, and so on and so forth, there needs, there needs to be a change, and I think it's definitely happening. Yeah. Um, what I what I guess the, the other thing I was wondering is now with you know artists having the ability to go direct to consumer and labels being less needed, you know how important is ownership? You know, like is it important for um, an artist to have complete ownership over their music? And what are the perks of having ownership over your music? I think ownership, even with the understanding what control, because that plays a part too. It's like with me with hip hop, and I look back at certain times where I was like, yo, somebody might say, yo, you could have probably tried to sign with somebody, or you probably could have did this. And I, I don't think that's always a negative thing, because yeah, there is aspects that can help possibly raise the space of your platform. And um, sometimes that's a give and take aspect with that. Again, it still forms a business. But the, the just signing your joint away, those days got to be over because that's just not this is in a, this is property it's like giving mm-hmm. away your real estate fully and we're knowing that yo this real estate you can eat off this real estate right now and your youngins can eat off this and your community mm-hmm. can eat off this you 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 have to have a there's a certain um responsibility on you to manage that appropriately yes, so that's something I'm just focusing on even myself. I like the direct-to-consumer energy now. I mean, you really got to conduct good business because like, a lot of times dealing with these labels and stuff, they're just conducting good business a lot of times too, whether you agree with it or not. It's a machine and there's certain things that's definitely getting done. So, uh, but the ownership, like I'm not saying I would never have certain things and maybe license it all for a period or stuff. Right. Right. Own it because that business acumen and um, utilizing it. So you got to make sure you're pushing what we got. I got to make sure I'm moving these products that I have, but at the same time, not be too close-minded on just saying, I got to own every piece of it 100%, which is something I've grown from yeah. uh, from the past. But at the same time, you want to control it, though. You want to control what you got going on. Don't let it, something just take it and now it's like, oh, it's gone. I don't think that's, I don't think that's intelligent. Great. Yeah, you 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 meant you mentioned like the responsibility of the artist. Like rarely do we ever hear people say anything about the responsibility of the artist for the business decisions that they make. Like most of the time, when we hear people talk about like business decisions, especially business decisions that's going awry, it's usually well, a label did this to me, or the manager did that, or whatever it is. So you don't you rarely hear artist accountability. You know, so I, I'm just wondering, like, over a period of time, did you evolve to that or you've always been geared towards like, nah, this is my business. I need to actually take control and ownership of my my business and accept responsibility as to, you know, in relation to what I license, what I don't license and how I go about monetizing my music, you know, how I collect my royalties, whatever I deem my own worth to be. Um, because I think a lot of artists take and put that in somebody else's hand. And then when it doesn't work out in their favor, it kind of gives them the opportunity to say, well, I gave it to such and such. Or this person right. did this or did that, you know, and then the responsibility is removed from them. But if you think about even what you just said in the sense of, you know, if you actually take ownership of your business, then you do have the ability to eat in perpetuity. Right. Like you can be planting a seed now that I license. I'll license it for now. And then it reverts back to me. I can get it later or I can monetize it now, you know, for whatever it is. You seeing people like artists that have been out for years get publishing deals now for hundreds of thousands of dollars. 
because they just they happen to own whatever their music was right. at that time and somebody else didn't own it so but again you i i respect and i appreciate you actually saying that because i think a lot of people don't take responsibility for their own business yeah yeah no i think that's that's important like you're saying just you got to know what you're doing and even for myself uh because you you necessarily can't do everything yourself and that's another thing i'm just being comfortable with understanding at the same time though i have to take responsibility for how i do delegate these different aspects of what my business is so again if this is my lawyer this is my so-and-so this is that that i have to have a certain sense of me double checking up on what's going on in that if i don't then i'm going to have to deal with the consequences of that that's the decision i made not to be focusing on i just want to just be an artist and i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing as a whole whole mm -hmm. well that's well it's not even necessarily a bad thing because again everybody can't do everything at the same mm -hmm. time, it should, you, you still should have some, do some research on this. This is just a different era. This is a different era. Every era is different. This era ain't what it was before. You're not just sitting here just looking to get that one deal and then keep it moving. Nah, you need to pay attention to this mm -hmm. as a whole. So yeah, you need to be Edward Scissorhands out here and, and, cut, <laughs> and cut and slice different ways, bro. Yo, we got to be talented, man. You yo, we. We 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 got we got a got uh, um a game that we play around here called Gimme Five, so I'm gonna hit you with it. I want you to give I want you to give us five rappers rappers, five MCs that just you know for the average person, not the average casual, like five rappers rappers. Rapper, rapper, rappers, some rappers, rappers like not top guy. Not not they're not saying they're not top guys, but some behind. All right, um. So so how you call it? Hold on, let me let's dwindle, let's dwindle this down. Let's so not the prototypical Nas, Jay-Z, Tupac, they excluded from the conversation and Biggie, those four. Right, right, they excluded. right, right. Everybody says those. Yeah. What's his name is up there now. It's hard to say him these days. JD Kiss was always one of my favorites. He was probably one of my favorites before Jay-Z, but now you know what he is. He's mm -hmm. we know him. Uh let's let's think. Someone some 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 amazing artists that I was listening to because I, I like to go back and really pay attention to the artists who I listen to at certain points. One person, um, cannabis, cannabis really, hey. cannabis for me had it heavy at one point. He, was, he did. His J, yeah, he yeah. was just really, it was just no denying what he was doing on them tracks. Cannabis was super heavy. Let me think of somebody else who else was in the night. I said, Rock Kim don't count that me because he's, he's Rock Kim. Um, just the older god for real now. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Slick Rick. Uh, Slick Rick is kind of up there already with them, them guys. I, I think Slick Rick is one of them. I said the Adventures of Polo Rogers. That was heavily. That's where he was going with it okay. because <laughs> he was cool, like fly, but he's really <laughs> dropping jewels. It's like, yo, mm. this guy's really fly. He's really looking like it, but he is really sitting here teaching you some. You know, I'm just like, yeah, that first album was crazy too. You gotta, yeah, you gotta cool. hold on to Polo Rogers, blood. You gotta hold on to that. Do something like, even if you do a comic book, like something dope gotta come out of that, bro. Yo, uh, Slick Rick is one of my favorite storytellers. Yeah, MC Slick Rick is different. I had to revisit him again in different stages, and I'm just mm -hmm. like, oh, I don't know how he didn't have. But I know he had a lot of different legal situations starting going, but it's like, mm -hmm. even with like Nas and Jay Z, that whole the way they be rapping, I'm like. Yeah, they took this off. This is Slick Rick's voice, like yeah. the old uh, uh, 
hate that. Like, you know how they be going in their English accent? You know yeah, 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 yeah. The whole destroying um, rebuild that Nas had was with the slick. Yeah, yeah, security here. Like, he, they just, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, so let me see. Him, um, yo, Grand Pooba. Grim Pooba's up there heavy too. I'm um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to really recognize him just going back, listening to a lot of them joints. I remember when his project was dropping, um, mm-hmm. Brand Nubian. When I really, because I got into Brand Nubian the second, the later, later stage with like when I really started diving back into Brand, um, Brand Nubian, Grand Pooba. Pooba, um, we said about him earlier too. Y'all, y'all mentioned them, and he's really elite. Uh, wise intelligent. Wise oh, yeah. intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> wise intelligent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sleep you know, on that brother, bro. And I remember I think it was uh I think Jay-Z said he battled him, if I'm not mistaken, in his book. I think that's the brother because he was going to Trenton. And you know, before righteous teachers, that's where they was at. So wise intelligent was yeah, he was. Yeah, he was yeah, definitely one of the ones. I'm trying to think who else pops in my mind. I gotta get. I gotta get his book. I, I, I keep hearing good things about Wise Intelligent book. I didn't even know I had a book, but I'm happy yeah. to that. I'm gonna check on to that. Yeah, got a book. Diving into just more literature, just really making that way more being yeah. even more intentional with the reading. Are, are you a, are you an avid reader, Lord? I read all. I read often, but it's just just now. I'm I'm really looking in a lock in, like just almost. Burn. I don't want to say burn out. I want to just burn up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was reading a lot when I was younger, besides for just schoolwork and things of that nature. But um, now I just really want to just, just, just get to reading. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I guess you can keep on with your five, though. You keep on with your. Five. <laughs> okay, all right. I think that was four. I think that was four. I was at four. Mm-hmm. Who else? Hey, yo, Ayatollah said J. Rule the Damager. Ooh, Ooh, Jay Rule is different though. I ain't gonna. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's CL Smooth. He said CL Smooth too. CL Smooth. I caught on CL Smooth and them a lot. Like that's one of them background joints where I might not was listening to the albums like that, but he's just he's just legendary. Somebody said something to me about CL Smooth and I did a track with Smooth the Hustle actually too. No trigger the gambler. Trigger the gambler. Trigger the gambler. All right, fit. Um, dang, I already said locks. Who else? Who else? Uh, Kiss, Slick Rick, Grand Pooba. Grand Pooba's underrated, though. Yeah, it was a minute. Grand, yeah, Pooba. Grand Pooba had man. for a minute. Grand Pooba really had. Yo, he was the dude. He was the old dropped the record, dropped the album. I want to say, in, was it 2020? He has some recent. Oh, yeah? And this is what this is what I this is what I love, and I say this all the time. When we have shows like this i love the fact that people from my era are still making music but mm-hmm. it's just that this is the thing hip-hop has got this ageism thing that is just destroying our pioneers our legends our leaders mm-hmm. and i think eric sermon said it best we're not old we're just like smoky robinson and the miracles we're just mm-hmm. like quincy jones we still love making music, but society is deemed that hip hop is this teenage material music when it's not. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, it grew yeah. right out of the ground, right out of the street, like most things from unpoverished areas where you got to create it and it's developed into it. It's just 50 years old. You know what mm. I mean? So there are a lot of them that are still making great, great music. Puba is one of them. 
Lord Jamal's one of them. I got mm-hmm. all the new Sadat X shit. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? You know what I, the list goes on. You know what I you know what I wonder, Rob, what you're saying about like the ageism part of it. I wonder this genre to me different from other genres. Like if we look back and, and, and we look at like reggae or we look at RB or whatever it is, like a lot of that music could be categorized as timeless rock. No, I'm trying to think of a period in rock, R&B, or reggae where there wasn't uh, sort of like a timeless, you know, era. But I could I could think about periods in hip hop like so when history books 15 years from now talk about hip hop, who would they talk about? You know, maybe Kendrick, Drake, you know, right. those they folks. Talk, uh, they're gonna talk about her. But I, yeah, but I, I mean, I wonder like like you know like so. It's almost as if that hip hop has had these moments where we've had like the franchise boys and my white tee or whatever these records are. Mm-hmm. And because we've had these records, these records are sort of like I, to tarnish a little bit, I guess, of whatever his whatever hip hop history is supposed to look like. So when people get older, we start thinking about like, all right, when they're older, like where where's their place in the lineage, the, the story, the story right. of hip-hop history you know like because there's still reggae records that we could throw on that was made 30 years ago and you still catch the same vibe there's there's hip-hop records yo there's hip-hop records like that too of course there's r&b there's rock records and everything you know there's some rap records like that but i do think there are periods of rap where we're gonna reflect and look back and he's like this was a real downtime for um the music which kind of brings me to another thing that i wanted to um to talk to you about god golden um you know the drill the joints you got you know the drill and drill rap culture you know why do you think drill rap culture was so easy to infiltrate in the um in the inner city like it really is spread like wildfire well my perspective on again this is not to vilify any form of music even the drill music it's just saying what I see with it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I work in the schools, too. I've been working in the school system for a minute, so I'm really, I'm with it. I'm really, I done worked in D.C. I done worked in these other places even before the quote-unquote drill was, right. I ain't gonna say before, because drill, that that style of music was really coming out, before, like, heavy for a minute, but it's like, mm-hmm. it's a game, man. I just started noticing that for children, like, young people, you know, where you, when you lack certain levels of understanding, where at one point it's like, yo, I'm joining this because I want some money. I'm trying to get some bread. This became something that's like, yo, they playing the game. They're not even looking for, like, the monetary total aspect of this. It's like, yo, they just looking for the fame, the the the, 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 likes. the, the likes and awareness where it's like, yo, mm-hmm. this is, you're really going to jail. Clout. <laughs> yeah, the clout. Like, it's like, you're really, it's like, you know, before it's like, yo, I'm trying to get the gold and jewelry clout girls and stuff. I'm not saying it's not, but it's like, what you're doing, you shot this person, you went on Twitter and said, we won up on this, got this person, posted the video, you talking about it, and then you get, and it blows up, And but you going, you going to jail though. This ain't like no possibility, like, you, you going to jail, or you going to die, because again, you playing in a game. It's a real game, though. Like, and I'm not saying from the past, the hood, the streets didn't have certain aspects of it, but it's like it's been the, the vibration of it is so it's so far and out there. Like, say, look, like, this is when city to city, it felt like with it, like, yo, again, and it's a money line thing again too. So it's like we yeah. we dealing with drugs, we dealing with you know what I'm saying, guns. You know what I'm saying, and then like 
and then we dealing with the consumption of this music so they gonna mm. keep and again and a lot of times the music is it's the science of it the way it's hitting the cadence bong, right. bong, 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 mm-hmm. bong. it was something That's that was kind of replicated to an extent too so it's like yo anybody could kind of not anybody could rap like this but a lot of them was just going in on that same style, same flow, and they switched right. up. I'm, I'm not gonna say none of it is in good music. At the right. same time, it, it I just feel like that made it real easy because again, it was like the game. I said a line in the song. Um, they like F a GPA. They think that GTA is real. Like they, they, mm-hmm. they a lot of their minds getting hold of this so quick. They didn't even get the full understanding yeah. of what you're listening to. And I mean, this is this done infiltrated like suburbs and all that. Like yeah. in a joint with a dude talking about um, it was just I didn't really like it. People might I mean, I guess we might have thought it was kind of clever. The joint teach me how to it was like when I dropped, you know the drill, I seen the joint go teach me how to drill. And it was like audio <laughs> teaching the what the, the white dude, what's his name? Um, how to drill. Uh, it, interesting to say the least, I didn't I, I wasn't um entertained by it. I didn't think it because when I was listening, because I actually went on there to listen to some new music. I'm like, yo, let me see what's new out here. And then mm. I clicked it and I was like, alright, nah, this ain't it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving passes, but I can't, like, come on, man, what are we just like, alright, man, what are we doing? No, but all see, right, that's, right. that's that's what I mean, though, like, we you know, with the ageism part that comes in, because Again, like when 20 years go by, the history books are open or people be at the cookout and they be like, yo, put on that. What they going what they gonna put on? Y'all smoking on my op. Yo, I smoked on this pack and it's that uh I don't I'm not, gonna say none of it, I'm not gonna say none of it ain't gonna ring because I see how some of them move to it at the same mm-hmm. time. It's 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 other songs, but I like a lot of it is the mainstream type artists, you know. A lot of these young I see they like J. Cole a lot of times. A lot of them mm-hmm. songs ring to them when they're hearing them jokes, you know what I'm saying? Kendrick yeah. is great. But again, that's like it's like a box of certain artists is feeling like, you know what I'm saying? It's like I I told it to I told it to the GMO hip hop. And watching too much Scarface, he said. <laughs> that's serious oh i see deuce and iron horse peace peace deuce peace peace, peace iron peace, horse bro, yo well go ahead man plug your um plug your social media plug oh, your project plug all your I, ain't say, I ain't say my fifth one my oh okay got 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 because i was like i ain't gonna i love styles p i it's golden with an eye too pardon me it's called okay. golden with an eye um and I was I was thinking on um, Red Man, but I was like, if I say Red, it's not Red Man. Nah. It's, Method, it's Method Man. Even though Red Man was influenced, it's Method Man. It's probably Mother Gato. Method Man was. Yeah. I really I really like Method Man. Method Man was, and I think he's still underrated. You know, he getting his. You can see how big of a star he is, though. Obviously, mm, he's always had the package, bro. His work ethic. Um, always had the package. He is always that full package, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So Method Man is that's 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 the fifth guy I'll say. Nah, that's an eclectic mm-hmm. group, man, because all of them are MCs and all of them are MCs to their own right. And they they're so different from one another too. Yo, Slick, D- Rick, cool DJ L Pro said this is uh this is not hip hop what they doing. Yeah L Pro L Pro is a is a DJ. He used to D DJ for um used to do from um can't even think of his name, bro. From um, uh, Terror Squad. Armageddon. Armageddon. My Armageddon. Nigga. That was his job. Yeah, bro. Speaking yeah, it's, it's different now, man. It's, 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 it's crazy, bro. It's not it's a lot of... It's, I'm not gonna, it's hip-hop. I think about it as knowledge on the move. And some of the stuff that's being broadcasted don't make sense. Like I said, if I'm telling you I'm selling some something 
illegal to do this to feed my family. That doesn't give it a pass because again, there's more opportunities and ways to feed your family and, and raise your elevation these days. It's different mm-hmm. eras. You feel what I'm saying? This era is not the same, but now it's like I said, when I'm telling somebody to just be using certain drugs and stuff, it's like, yo, nah, this was never cool. It was never cool to be doped out guy. Like, that just yeah. wasn't really it. You know what I'm saying? So, or just a killer just to kill with no reason, no remorse ever. Yeah. And I, and I might be wrong with certain artists from the past, but it wasn't like the full broad scale things. So it's like, yo, man, you don't even li- you don't even want to live that life, literally. You don't you don't want to live that life. You, it sounds really cool. Like I said, it sounds like Grand Theft Auto. You know what I mean? Shoot <laughs> them up, go run on this girl, run this mission. Yo, bro, this mission don't reset. It don't reset, right? You don't get extra lives, bro. Yeah, I mean, them cops is coming and they coming. You know what I'm saying, bro? There's no reset. So, yeah. So that's your IG plug. You got a you got a Facebook plug your Facebook yeah, your website Facebook.com um, slash God Golden Golden with an I. You can go to my website ControlENT.com. I'm um, updating my personal website, but that's the team website ControlENT.com. And uh, all my you can stream or find all my music um, on all the streaming platforms God Golden, um, and it's all going to pop up. You got you got control sport and game. What's that about? You open yeah, the yeah, league you got a league going on, God. What's going on, bro? We're doing the gaming and some sporting things. Like I said, right now, we just, as a team, we really bringing everything right in. And it's, cause we got a project coming out with Control Entertainment, a volume three we were working on. So, again, we just bringing everything in as a team. And then just go locking on the music. And then we're going to start expanding to these different spaces. Like I said, Control was deeper than just in the music slash slash just entertainment but it's like within these entertainment sectors we got niches in basketball we look you know what i'm saying hip-hop that's what we'll be on gaming 2k my brothers and them is really really into it crazy you know what i'm saying so it's like we're gonna do it you know what i'm saying let's 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 broadcast it and and utilize it yeah. to bring them back to the to the home base well i'm looking at the instagram chat there's a lot of strong films about this topic What's that? Uh, Ayatollah said, when you let crack babies rhyme, this is what you get. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta take some look, the, 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 uh, the generations gotta take accountability, though. You, know? <laughs> you gotta take accountability. Youngest, when people wasn't around, wasn't watching with their youngest, like, you know, everybody gotta take account. It's not blaming nobody. Youngest doing what they seeing, bro. So it's like, it ain't the just, it ain't the down. It's not saying they, it's trash and none of it, but it's like, yo. You can do better, man. I'm hit, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Better than this. Encouragement go a long way, bro. If you tell people the right way, encouragement goes a long way, man. And if you can Peace, what up, Gritty? Gritty say you Think you got him. Peace, Gritty. Yo. Um, hey. so that's some good stuff. That's some good nah, stuff. This, 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 you, bro. This, this, yeah, this, this is a topic that I think is like near and dear to a lot of people. See, I, my feeling around it is like, I think like I said earlier, like if people could use discernment and understand that it's entertainment, then I think it's all fair, you know, um, but I don't know if everybody has discernment or have people in their life that can help them um, use discernment, you know, so that's where I think it gets tricky. Um, And then I think the other thing is that sometimes like our approach, like almost what you were saying with the accountability piece, sometimes our approach to having these conversations with youngins could be kind of harsh. Like, you know, we always come into them as a higher level authority figure 
than actually trying to have like a dialogue with them. Like if you always come to somebody as the expert, you can't always expect them to be receptive to it. Like you got to be, there has to be, a, it has to be a conduit, like a give and take. You got to be willing to listen and learn. You can't just always be, you know, I'm always dropping the jewel. Everything you say is wrong, you know? So that's, that's the part I think that sometimes we, we, we encounter a barrier and we're able to break through and hence we get the drill rapping, you know, or, or we can't have a dialogue about what it's actually about. You know, I always reflect back to some of the earlier music that I listened to and the stuff that I listened that I listened to when I was younger is nothing in comparison to what they're saying on records now. But even then, my oh, parents like them, like, yo, they saying they saying that on records? Yes, sir. Nah, like, yo, <laughs> I give you an example. What you said was very important, even for myself. I got nephews and certain things I'm telling them. Sometimes he plays, I'm like, yo, I ain't. Yo, yo, you gotta turn that trash off, man. <laughs> I can't do that to my ears. Not working, right? Like, but sometimes I'm like, go through a couple joints. Okay, I'm feeling that, so I'm still. Mm -hmm. It's gotta be a give and take. You know what I'm saying? Encouragement. Yeah. Let me give you a straight story about this, right? Because a lot of time with this, it's culture. It's not necessarily hip hop. Because again, it's just like a game. I got a student, right? Some of these people ain't making it even for really music entertainment purposes. They making it because of the the, the, the situation going on outside. So you got, I got a youngin, right? And he is not about this life at all, right? But he starts, you know, the whole smoking on my ops thing was a big thing. So you got to be, you got to have three YouTube views and they're still posting about it, right? So he's not right. even a rapper. He's not into rap. He's, you know what I'm saying? But he's like, yo, he come to school the next day. And he like, yo, I'm about to, I think I'm about to do a diss track. And I'm like, all right. Diss tracks happen in hip hop. But he like, yeah, in the song, no, I'm going I'm to talk about his dead friend. Oh, God. Like, huh? I said, what did he say to you? He's like, no, he just be talking about, but I'm like, did he say something about your mother? He said something about your father. Like, right. you talk about the guy who just passed away last week? That's what you're going, you're going to, you're talking about him? I'm like, yo, bro, somebody right. might try to kill you next week. Because that's right. really how it's going. Because you, right. you playing in a different, and, I'm, and I, that's one thing I, I think with that is, again, it's not really like someone's trying to be an artist or nothing. It's like, it's a lot okay. of retaliation of like, this ignorant street. Um, the know, it's the culture of it. Yeah, I got you. That it's not all the music because mm -hmm. that word is not correct. But it's about youngers that ain't even into the music, and it's like, yo, I just he talked about me. Now I'm gonna drop a diss track and talk about a dude that just died. Yo, bro, right. you know how that's you know how that might make him feel. You know, you might talk. It might not even be him. It might be his brother. His brother, his cousin, partner. right? Yeah. Literally, come now. You you just jumped into the game. And you ain't got nothing to do with it. Mm. Integrity at an all-time low. Dude, this is a real thing, man. This is a real thing, you know. We just got to challenge ourselves and challenge, you know, how we can really tap in with the community, man. Because they be wanting to listen, though. You feel me? Like, mm -hmm. they be wanting to listen. Facts. Facts. Yo, we appreciate you, man. Thank you for pulling up. Salute, bro. This was a dope conversation. You know, looking forward to your next project. We want to thank everybody for uh for tuning in tonight also uh make sure you following us on youtube hit the ig follow god golden um any last words rob one last word three words muhammad spitting comics my god i love you yo i love you bro i love you oh that vi is precise yeah that's yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yo man yo your, uh, your lingo your lingo catches me i'm like what he what he say hold on 
I love appreciate it. that. Nah, I love y'all, man. man. Yo, this is one of my favorite interviews I ever did. I don't, it just hit. It just hit. It just hit how it hit, man. So I really am I'm grateful for the opportunity to get here to speak with y'all and y'all uh, communicate to me in this in this facet. I, and um, I just look forward to building with y'all any other way. If y'all need to work with me or anything like that, right. I, I didn't say this. I do got a project coming out. Um, Probably within another month or so with um, okay. Shay Noir. Y'all know Shay Noir? Y'all heard of her? That's um No, I haven't heard of her. Buffalo. Buffalo. She's Buffalo. Buffalo. Shay Noir. She's super tough, but she produced it's like a it's like an EP for tracks, but she on mm. one of the joints too. So once I get that in order, I'll make sure I get that to y'all early action. Word. All Appreciate right. you. Appreciate Shout out to your team too, dudes, victory, big Al, all the good brothers, man. Y'all got a good team over there, bro. Shout out to y'all. And shout out to shout out to my man Z too. That's the one connecting with y'all. Z, know? no doubt. It's my cousin. That's Big family. Man. So obviously Good. we family for real too. So it's what it is. Word. You know what I'm saying? Yo, so y'all Word. keep doing what y'all doing, man. For real, for real. You already know. Yo, stick around. I want to build with you behind the scenes. Stick around for a minute. Okay, bet. <laughs>